Here we are. It's a Friday. And it's the news, according to me. Good Friday morning. It is Friday, December 15th, 7.13 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Early, early in the morning. Late in the week, middle of the month, end of the year. Just beginning the new century. We have an um, interesting show for you today. It's, uh, I have nothing, nothing on notes, nothing, no, no notes at all, nothing, not a, not a zip. I have no audio to play for you today. Just going to give you an idea of what this show is going to be like. It is just going to be an off the cuff. I have no idea what I'm going to say morning. That's what it's going to be. I have, um, so some people say those are some of the best shows, but I, but I have, I have some people say that they're the they just can't stand listening to them. They, they, they want their hour back. The, the, um, and that, that's, you know, it's all perspective, all about perspective. I, I had a, I was watching some YouTube shorts the other day and, and, um, I, I, I have a tendency to get caught up in those just because I, I find myself sitting around waiting for things a lot. And so I'll just be looking, I'll be listening to a video and I'll say, oh, there's a short about something. And I'll start, start then I'll start sliding. And it works. Sucks me right in. But this this interesting story about this guy who, um, he gets, he's a political prisoner. He's, 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 in, he's in jail for political reasons. Not that that would ever happen in this country. He's, he's in jail and his wife calls, calls him in jail. Writes him a letter, I guess, writes him a letter. Says, I, I don't think I can plant potatoes this year. The ground is too hard. And I just don't have the tools and stuff to do to do it to get the you know get the potatoes planted this year, get the garden garden going. And I'm not sure what we're going to do. And he writes back and he says, "Oh, be very careful about digging around the house." So especially in the backyard. So that's where I've buried all the contraband, all the things that they're accusing me of are in the backyard. About the same time she gets the letter, she notices these, these trucks pull up to the house. These guys get out and they start digging a whole house up. They just start digging everywhere, especially in the backyard. They're out there digging down, digging all over the place. So she sends a, uh, a, a letter back to her husband. And she says, I don't know what just happened. These guys, these guys just came and started digging up the house. She goes, I don't, should I, what should I do? She says, well, now you can plant your potatoes. <laughs> and, this, and this guy that was doing the short, the guy that was telling the story, he was sensing, but it's, it's all about perspective. Well, no, you're still in prison, buddy. I'd rather be out of prison digging my own yard up than being in prison and having to trick somebody else to do it. I, it's, I, that's my perspective. That's just, that's what I value. You know, but sometimes value is, has a lot to do with your perspective on things. So 
So there you go. I, it, it's uh, I have a value for what's in my cup. I think you know what's in my main cup here this morning. It's just vanilla chai with vanilla creamer, actually cinnamon creamer. You probably never guess in a hundred years. Well, you might in a hundred years. It's a long time. I have some sweet tea in my backup cup. And I have, a, of course, I have my, my water bottle now. I have to have my water bottle because this the season that it is, all my sinus issues. But I have a, um, a backup cup this morning because of where I had supper last night. I just on the way home. And I know a lot, of, a lot of people don't like this restaurant that I'm about to talk about. And I have to say, I don't, I don't know that it's that bad. I, it's, it's just, I, I eat there quite often. Now, the one, maybe, and I know that they vary different, greatly vary between restaurants on these particular, this is kind of like going to a Denny's. You just, you never know from one Denny's to the next what you're going to get. Now, this, this particular restaurant, I've been to some Denny's that were just immaculate, very clean, good service, food was great, prices, of course, are normal, prices are awesome. And usually the places are packed. And I've been to other Denny's where there's nobody there. You're one of the only people. Service is terrible, which is why there's nobody there. Food may not even be that bad, but it's just, it's just, it's just not clean. One person's taking care of everybody because they don't have enough help. I don't know why, why one place can hire so many, you know, and another place can't. I think a lot of it has, has to do with management and ownership and everything else. I think some people buy buy Denny's restaurants, and they don't. They're never there. The owner's never there. Of course, it's a chain, but I mean, there's you know, the it, it's like a it's like a franchise. And whoever's taking care of it's just never there. It's bad management. Anyway, I have noticed, however, that there's smaller portions. I, that I've, shrinkflation is a real thing. I've, I've noticed on some, several products I've, I've purchased recently, and as well as I've, I've noticed a couple of restaurants that are just, they're not giving you as much as anymore as they used to. But, but that's okay. I do what you got to do. And, and the prices on restaurants. I, I, my wife and I used to be able to go out for dinner for under 40 bucks. You know, just a, you know, just a regular chain restaurant type thing. We just go out to Chili's or whatever or Applebee's or something like that. We just go out for, you know, just a quick dinner, sit down dinner. And, uh, and it was, you know, 40 bucks with a tip. I, I'm, I'm doing good right now. If I can go to a place with a tip, now I, I don't, I don't, I don't scrimp on tips. I'm doing good if, I, if I'm out by, even by myself. Just a regular, regular chain restaurant. If I if I can get out of there with, for, for forty bucks, I'm I'm doing good. Well, granted, I you know the other day I went to Cracker Barrel, got the meatloaf, mashed potatoes. I got I got three sides. I got meatloaf, mashed potatoes, corn, and carrots. And then I I did go ahead and get the peach cobbler when I got done. It was my only meal for the day. I just, I had just walked about six miles, well, four miles, four, four and a half miles, but I also had worked out in the gym for a while. So I, I felt like I was, I was good to go stuffing myself full of food. And I, I had planned on walking back to the hotel, 
another three miles. And just, it was getting dark and there just wasn't enough sidewalk. I was, you know, when I, when I go to a place, I don't mind walking during the day. I don't mind walking, you know, streets and stuff. And I don't mind doing that, some of that kind of stuff and being kind of off, on the, off the path a little bit. Once the sun goes down, it was, pretty, it was pretty cold out. It was actually colder than it looked. The sun was shining. It was, it was, I was out in, uh, where was I out? In Omaha, I think it was out in Omaha. And I felt, I felt like I was, it, I mean, you look out the window, you think, well, it looks like it's like 40, 50 degrees out there at least. Now, the sun was shining. It, it was pretty decent. It was, it was supposed to be 30 degrees out. And when I got out there, sure enough, you know, I started looking at the weather and it was, it was 40, 42 degrees, I think, something like that. And the sun was pretty, pretty, pretty warm. So I was, I was actually kind of sweating on the way there. And then, but the sun was going down and the wind was kind of picking up a little bit and it was getting cold again. The temperature was dropping like crazy. And I was uh, not too, and that, that's not a big deal. I was plenty, had plenty of clothes for that. But it was, the problem was sidewalks. There wasn't really good walking areas. So I, um, I opted to take an Uber back. and It was like $6 an Uber. So I did that. But anyway, the, uh, I noticed that the portions are getting smaller. So, so, so it, I got this, so, okay, so now this restaurant, I got to go back to my, <laughs> what's in my cup? Everybody's like, what, where are you going with all this? My cup, it's my cup, it's all about my cup. My backup cup here, uh, the restaurant where I bought this, it's kind of on my way home. I have to go a different route to get home than I normally go. However, it's kind of, kind of along the way. It's only a couple blocks on the way. And uh, now occasionally there's a Wendy's on my way home. And occasionally I'll go there and their sweet tea is, I think it's like a processed Lipton or some kind of company, quasi company. It comes out of a fountain drink site. It's not, it's not, they don't brew it. I think a lot of restaurants are going to that now. It's like one, one fountain and all kinds of drinks come out. You just push the button and whatever. And this is, this is actually brewed. Um, and this is a hit and miss on some of these restaurants. Uh, this, this restaurant has a tendency to do a pretty good job. I've always had pretty consistent uh, food from them. But I, I got the number one fish combo at Long John Silver's. And I got their large sweet tea when I got it. And, and I have to say, I've, now, occasionally I get their sweet tea and it's not any good, especially in the evenings. Sometimes they make it in the morning and it's just there all day and it's, it's, it's not, depending on how they do it. And this, this tea is excellent. It's, 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 uh, it ranks right up there. I'd say it's even better than Culver's. It's probably between Culver's and Chick-fil-A. So there you go. That's my backup cup. Okay, well, show's over. I got, uh, that, was, that was an hour, basically. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the news. Um, the, you know, the season, the Christmas season's coming up. Uh, the Democrats are doing their, their work of spinning narrative unbelievably in lockstep with each other. Now, you, if you listened to the show yesterday, you, you probably heard that whole thing I played about the whole narrative of, you know, January 6th, Five officers died on January 6th or, you know, attributed to January 6th. Anybody who's died since January 6th is all because of January 6th. It's all because of Donald Trump. There's also the, 
the election issue. You know, we have an insurrectionist who's running for president. We have to, we have to stop it at any cost because he's trying to usurp the Constitution. He's a dictator. He's a racist. He's going he's gonna to kill all of his political opponents. We've got to stop him at any cost, even killing him at any, any cost. Any cost means any. They're, they're not leaving anything off the table here. They're not just saying we need to politically defeat this guy. They're saying at any cost, he must be stopped. He is a threat to our democracy. Well, how do you defend the democracy? What's the oath we take to defend our democracy? Their democracy is all about their power. That's all they see. They are so drunk on power they can't stand it. Look, people who've not committed any heinous crimes that they feel like they deserve to be punished for wouldn't be afraid of any of this. And, and same thing with Joe Biden here. But it's like, why, why didn't he just come out and all these documents, all this bank records, they have got a shred of evidence. Oh, yes, yes, they do. You just keep denying that it's there. There was a guy, he did something. I can't remember what it was he did. And he, um, his wife caught him doing something. I can't remember what it was. This is a, just a story I've heard. This, this, this guy, it was a, a guy that I knew, that apparently knew this guy. He was a friend, so it was a friend of a friend. Told me this story. He said, his wife caught him doing something. I can't remember what it was, something he wasn't supposed to be doing. He just kept denying he did it. He, just, he wouldn't admit that he did it. He just kept denying it. For about a year, he just denied it. It never happened. He, she would tell the story. She'd tell her friends. She'd tell her family. He just kept denying it. It never happened. She, she's making it up. I don't know what she's talking about. And it, to her face, he would deny it. I don't know what you're talking about. It didn't happen. She, it worked. He gaslighted her. <laughs> he gaslighted her to the point that she just, she just thought, I must be making this up in my head. I must have dreamed this. Memories have a very, our brains have a very interesting way of working. The left knows this. They know that if you continue to repeat something over and over and over and just keep telling people this, that, that, they, that people just hear that narrative. That's what they hear. They, just, they keep hearing these officials that they, they hold so highly and so dearly because they're the head of their religion. Their religion is their government, their supply, their the answer to all their problems is government, and yet they, they sit there and complain about government. So what's happening now is we're being, we're being gaslit. They continue to tell us, Jean-Claude Pierre, or whatever her name is, was asked the question of, you know, so how are people supposed, what are people supposed to think about this stuff with all the stuff that's going on? And she just, she just basically said, well, you know, uh, well, uh, you know, Joe Biden or President Biden put a, put a, uh, a uh, statement out yesterday that was very clear. She wouldn't say what it is, what the statement was. It's very clear. Uh, apparently not, because we're still asking questions. 
But, the, you know, but the statement is very clear. So, so we have this very clear statement from the president. And then she goes on to say how the, the Republicans, instead of, you know, they're going after this, they're wasting their time. They're wasting our time on things that could be, you know, working on aid for Ukraine, taking care of inflation, taking care of the issues on the border. Wait, wait, wait. all the issues, Ukraine and the border and all this other stuff that's going on was your fault. You started this. You pulled this string. You can fix it. No, we, we need we need them for to help us with, with the border. See the it, it, the Democrats continually. Every time you talk about border and border problems and the issues, they all they come up with is, is the, with the border. You know, well we we need immigration reform. Immigration reform. We need comprehensive immigration reform. That's all you hear them say. Well, yet that's why we need comprehensive. Well, there's border problems. That's why we need comprehensive immigration reform. What they're talking about when they say comprehensive immigration reform, they're, they're, they want an open border. They, they want a show up at the border and you just check in. That would solve the problem of illegal immigration. Here's your voter card. Here's your ID. Now come wash my windows and vote for me. They want this subclass of individuals who are willing to undercut and underwork, underpay the individuals who are here. They need that class of people. And once in a while, they'll actually say the quiet part out loud. They'll say, well, you know, nobody else is going to pick your, your, your crops. Oh, so that's what, that's what we're getting. You're saying they're, doing, they're going to do jobs that American people won't do. No, they won't do them for the wages you're willing to pay those people who are basically just indentured servants now. That's what it amounts to. It's an underclass. Who will happen to vote for them because they're going to give them free stuff. I heard a short the other day, or a statement the other day from somebody. It was actually a leftist. This guy who voted for Biden voted for Trudeau, uh, no, not Trudeau. Oh, what's the guy's name out in California? Newsom, Gavin Newsom. And his, his business has gotten busted into, but several businesses he's known in the, in the area got busted into. He said he's fed up. He's, he's had it. He literally said Biden sucks. He, said, he goes, uh, all these policies suck. He said, I voted for all these things. I voted for everything. He said, I'm done. I'm done with this. And he made a statement about how he, he said, it doesn't make any sense to me about something about, uh, oh, I, yeah, he, he made a statement about some, something about how, how you know, we, we have these people, the crime rate is up. He said he doesn't care what, what anybody says. You know, Gavin Newsom says the, the violent crime rate is down in, in California. Now he goes, he, he plays with the numbers on this. The per capita number, he'll, he'll say the, the violent crime rate in California is lower than it is in Florida. But he'll, he, he plays these games where he'll, he'll use per capita numbers in one state and overall numbers in another. And that's, that's where, and he's not comparing apples to apples with that. 
That, that's a sneaky way that a lot of these politicians do that kind of stuff. But anyway, he, he, um, this other guy was being interviewed and he was saying how um, people are going to college and he, he said that it's really, he said, it, 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 we really need to look at the, the colleges themselves for false advertising and for, for putting these courses out there. People come out of college, they have $80,000 in debt or $100,000 in debt with a degree that apparently is not bettering their life or making them more valuable. They're getting a product, this degree, this diploma that they've got now. And they're unable to make any money, not, not enough money to pay, it, not even to pay it back. Where's the value in that? This, this seems to him, you know, to him, it seemed like false advertising. And then these people go off to college and they come out of there and they can't make any money with this degree in hair combing or whatever they got, basket weaving. And then they want someone else to pay for it. Well, his problem was, why should someone else who's gone off and worked and, and done their job and taking care of their family and earning a living, why should that person now have to pay for someone else's college? Well, it benefits all of society. Well, if it's such a benefit, then why aren't they getting paid for it, for what they studied? See, there's, there's a problem here. I, I had a, I have some relatives who are in the teaching field. I had a little conversation with one of them. I, I, I occasionally have these little conversations, and I don't, I don't dig any deeper because I just know there's no, once they start going down this road, there, I, there's no way they could go any further. And they were talking about taxes, and I was talking about taxes and, and, and funds and funding. So, and I said, it really kind of, it's really kind of aggravating for me to see some of these school buildings going up, it takes them years to build them. It's like three or four years to put up a school build, building. And they put it up and it's this, it's this architectural wonder. It's a signature building is what it is. It's a, it's a design, the designer has all these special decorative bricks and all kinds of things built into the whole thing. And it's got all kinds of entryways that are immaculate. I said, I would... I'd much rather see just a regular building go up that's, you know, that's, that's functional and safe. That's attractive, but not, you know, not over the top. And use some of that money to pay the teachers. That, that's, where the, that's where the learning is supposed to happen. Get some good teachers in there, keep them there, treat them well, pay them well. And maybe have a bigger facility or more facilities or, or things in the classroom that they need. Instead of paying for some kind of, well, look, I'm entering into this, this door that's 12 feet tall and sings to me when I open it. And as the sun shines off of it, certain times of the year, it reflects with brilliant colors. The, the, his, his statement, coming from a teacher, was, well, there are studies that show that it is important for the, you know, it does affect the student's learning in the way, and when they, when they go to a building that, Looks better. Well, then why do we even need teachers then? We just need to have a great looking building. 
They're going to show up and just by, by entering the building, they're going to learn something. They're going to be enlightened. So he's, he's arguing my practicality with a subjective opinion. Maybe there's some kids that walk up to that school and they're intimidated by it. Maybe they're scared of it. Maybe they think it's ugly. Maybe they're ashamed of it. How do you know that it looks better? It, it appalls me, really, that people will use that as an argument. I have no doubt that students want to go to a, to a place to learn. It, I'm sure it affects their, their, their ability to, but you know, as a child, I went to a, a school that was probably, the building was probably 50 years old. It was old, creaky. We went up and down steps to get from, you know, from one level to the next. It was probably one of the most inefficient uses of space. Looking back on it, it was t- terribly ineffective in terms of space because it had these two huge staircases on both sides, both ends. They finally tore it down. They actually continued to use the gym. Um, they, they tore it, but they tore the rest of it down and put a new, new facility in. And it, it's nice. It's a very nice practical building. They, they did a good job, I think, in that respect. Now, they built a middle school they wanted an, this ridiculous amount of money to build this middle school. And they came around to my, my house. So by this point, I was a property owner in that school district. And I just remember these old, these old, uh, these old geezers came up to the door. I said, we're former school board members. And uh, we're seeing what this new school board, mem- school board is doing. And we're very concerned. They're going to spend about three times more than they need to spend on this building. So we have a petition to sign to, to change the, the procedure. They were right. They were the first ones that brought this up to me and made me aware of this because what, what was going on was this guy, was, this designer had come in there and he was, he was putting up signature buildings all over the state of Indiana. And he was charging an immaculate cost for them just for the design and the materials. And he, uh, now I know the, the school district I'm in right now, I've, I've since moved about 13, uh, it was about 20 years ago. They're, they're doing it. I, I, they just built a, a middle school, not just, just like two miles from my house. Not even that, probably a mile. mile. By, the, by crow flies, it's probably less than a mile. It's probably half a mile. And, uh, it's obvious. They spent about three years building it. And it is definitely a signature building. I'm sure they spent probably three times more than they needed to on it. Just for seventh and eighth graders. It's not really even a very big building, necessarily. Just, it's, it's big, but it's not too terribly big. Man. Okay. Sorry, I have to use my cough button here this morning. I took a little slurp, slurp of that uh, chai there and it just went down the wrong pipe. 
Okay, so <clears throat> anyway, the, the narrative, you're going to continue to hear it. Now, it's going to ramp up back, back up again after Christmas. I think, I think Congress has gone home. Of course, now she was saying, oh, no, Congress is going to go home there shortly, and they're going to go, you know, have a – she didn't say Christmas season. She said they're going to, they're going to celebrate holiday, their holiday, you know, as they should. I'm, I'm sure Biden's probably planning on taking the month off. I think he's taken more vacation time than anyone in ever. Recently had uh, the White House released a, uh, a Christmas video from the White House. And it is gay and trans people dancing and around and singing and playing while they're playing some kind of music. It's not even Christmas music. It's not, nothing about Christmas anyway. And they're dancing around in, in the White House. And this guy that was doing a, I think it was Benny, Benny somebody, played a thing about, he played it, played it, and then he kind of just, afterwards went, just please bring back Melania. And so, so they showed what Trump did on Christmas and, what, and how Melania had decorated the White House with all the Christmas trees and the nativity scenes, fireplace, how beautiful it was. Classy. Just it was just, it was very simple and yet very elegant at the same time. And um, it was just, it was just tasteful. It was classy. It was, it was very good. And then we have, you know, a celebration of what we have. It's more than tolerance, folks. It's not just letting, you know, Sera, sera. This is this is more than that. This is here we are in your face, and you're going to accept us, and you're going to be like us, and we're going to train your children to do this as well. There's an interesting uh, side note. Recently, that somebody was shocked. I think it might have even been Bill Maher. On, we just got politically incorrect. I don't know what the show's called now. Guys, I the guy I just have no use for the guy. He, he's he's. He's a liberal who wants to be the guy who's, who's the shock jock, but now all of a sudden everybody's surpassed him in shocking, you know, going past shocking. Nothing he says anymore is shocking anymore because he's, he's considered an old fogey with, you know, traditional ideas now. He doesn't like that. He doesn't, he doesn't like this stuff now. They've gone too far. You're the one who started the pushing the train down the hill, boy, buddy. So it's a, he, now, now he's all, you know, he's all, thinking all oh, this woke stuff's gone too, too far. But at the same time, if you mention the word Trump, he goes into convulsions. How terrible the guy is. And there, he's been, been getting confronted by this issue lately with several people. Now, whenever, whenever, if you ever happen to run into anybody who starts talking about, oh, Trump, oh, he's so terrible. Oh, right, right, right. Anybody but Trump. Oh, we got to stay... Ask them exactly what it is he did. Now, they'll, start, they'll start rattling off all the stuff, the, the narrative. They'll start rattling, rattling off the narrative. He tried to take over the, he tried to under, undermine the, the, the election. He tried to steal the election. It's, they, they go on with all kinds of stuff like this. Easy to say, easy for, it's easy for them to say. Just, just let them go ahead and spew all the stuff out. 
And of course, anything that Biden did was all, you know, well, that's just all, that's Republicans. They're just making all this stuff up. There's no evidence. There's no evidence. Show me the evidence. What about the phone calls? There's no evidence. That's not evidence. What about the checks, the cat canceled checks from China? Well, oh, there's no evidence. What about the fact that Joe kept saying he didn't know anything about it and didn't have anything to do with his son and never discussed his business with his son, and yet he did? Well, there's no evidence he did anything. He just cares about his son. Oh, don't pick on his son. His son's, whatever. They just, they just keep on going. They'll defend the guy to the death for the disgusting things that he did that have more effect than just a locker room talk that happens to be true. What Trump said in that locker room happens to be true. Oh, he's a pig. Oh, really? I think De Niro just got another award of some kind recently. And he took his opportunity once again to just talk about Trump. This guy is living rent-free in their heads. And, and the derangement syndrome is real. And I don't care what you think of the guy. If you, if you can just, please, take a step back. If you don't like the guy, that's fine. I don't care. Take a step back. And see if just your, your dislike of the guy is affecting your rational ability to think. I wish there was some guy who was able to communicate and be real. I, I, I tell you, Vivek is the next best thing to Trump, in my opinion. Uh, he, he's, 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 I think he's able to communicate on his toes much better in terms of the Amer just in, in general with the American people than Trump does. I think mean, Trump has a tendency to, he, for, he's, Kind of got that Long Island speak. He's, he's kind of more of a, a New Yorker type uh, speaking ability. He doesn't really have the ability, in my opinion, to relate to people in the way he talks quite as well because he kind of talks in broken sentences a little bit. And he kind of talks beyond where, where the, the talking, you know, the question. I mean, he's... And I, th I think he, he knows what he's doing. Don't get me wrong. He, he's, he knows what he's doing. And he's good at it. He's good at putting it out there. But I, th I think once in a while, he's just, he's just not, the, not the best communicator. And I, I think we could find somebody with with better skills than that, would be great. But 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 you what you can't get in a Vivek that you can in a, in a Trump is life experience. Trump's been around a while, about twice as long as Vivek, and I, it's it's one of those things where Vivek's got some business experience, but not like Trump. And Trump has been around; he's dealt with politicians. And now he's seen, you know, the abyss that is in Washington. It was almost like he needed these four years to kind of step back, regroup, and say, okay, this is how we're going to take this over. 
you know, I, a lot of times sleeping on stuff is it's, it's, it's interesting how, you know, it's, it's good to not make impulse decisions and impulse buys. I, in la- yesterday is a good example of this. I, I showed it to my, to my office. I went to the world headquarters last night. In fact, I thought about doing the, the show from the world headquarters this morning, but I just didn't, I didn't want to get out that I had some stuff to do this morning. And the, inter- interestingly enough, I, I got to the, to the worldwide headquarters there and there's this one area on the front of the building. It's on, it's on kind of the main, main road. Apparently somebody was walking by. Now I've got cameras on the place. I got so I probably have somebody caught on video doing this. Somebody walked up and put what looks like Seek. I think they put on there S E E S E E K. It's what it looks like spray painted on the side of the building. It could be Geek. I don't know. It because the G kind of if it's a small G, I could see where it would be a small G. And it's in red. So I don't know if this means anything. I don't know what this, you know, what that's, what that means. If this is some kind of signal to gang, gang symbol. I don't, I don't know what it is. I went out and tried to scratch it off a little bit with my fingernail. It's, it's, it's spray paint. It's on there pretty good. So I'm going to go over there and take it off this morning. But in the meantime, Where was I going with that? Oh, I, last night I was, you know, in my haste to take it off, I was thinking about doing something like acetone or paint thinner or something. I, I, it's got vinyl siding on it, so I wasn't sure exactly what to use. And I, I um, it's pretty high quality siding, but it's, it's old. It's, that siding's probably, you know, 40 years old now, probably, I don't know, 30 years old. And... So I wasn't sure what I was going to do with it. But what I ended up um, realizing, so I, so I didn't do anything last night with it. And uh, I thought, well, I'll go over there today and do something with it. Last night as I was sleeping at some point, I don't know if I woke up in the middle of the night or if it was after I took a nap or whatever, whatever it was, last night at some point. I thought, you know what, I got 120 grit sandpaper. They'll probably knock that right off of there. and not even affect the vinyl siding if I have to take some acetone over it or, or even whatever I got to do, repaint it or whatever I got to do. Paint over it, but at least I can get the, you know, the red paint off. I'm sure it won't, won't be nice for the finish on the, on the vinyl siding, but it's not really shiny anymore anyway. It's not like, not like it ever was. It'll probably come off pretty quickly. So I'll, uh, I'll deal with that. Let's, let's get into some, uh, but anyway, it was one of those things where if I had done it right then, I probably would have ended up with a, you know, big red blotchy mess all over the side of the building. Who knows how that would have turned out. I don't, know if, I don't know what kind of paint it is. I don't know anything about it. But I'm thinking that, you know, sandpaper will probably knock it off. And then I can just clean it with some acetone or something. and It'll be fine. It's not really in that great of a neighborhood. Obviously, people just walking by and spray painting buildings, throwing trash in my yard every day. It happens every day because they care about their neighborhood so much. People walking by that live in that neighborhood, they care about their neighborhood so much. They care about their city so much. They're just willing to just throw trash down on the ground just as they're walking by, just throw trash. 
every day. So I have, um, I have this thought. I'm going to go to, uh, where'd it go? Well, I thought I had it right here. I guess I don't. Huh. What's this about? Boeing. What that is. Oh, it's feral cat stuff. Um, we do have a feral cat in our, in our, at our house now. Um, we're trying to figure out how to take care of this guy. We, uh, we put out food for him now. We put out food. And I think we had a neighbor that moved out of the, out of the, out of the neighborhood. They didn't take the cat with him. And I think that they t- tried to, I think, and they, the cat wouldn't go, I think, or something. They, they, they had a hard time catching the cat for some reason and getting when they had to leave. And they just let the cat go in the neighborhood. And now the cat is here. And uh, interestingly enough, we have dogs here. But I've seen the cat here several times outside, and we have an inside cat. And uh, sometimes the cats will sit there and look at, look at each other through the window. And uh, so we started feeding, feeding the cat, and uh, hopefully we can befriend him at some point and be able to get him to the vet and make sure he's okay and all the stuff that needs to happen there. But uh, I don't know... Uh, he seems like he's fairly healthy, though, so he must be getting food somewhere. I don't know what's going on with him, but, uh, but he, he, he ate, I put out, uh, like I put out a whole scoop of food yesterday, probably a cup of food, and he ate about half of it in one sitting, and then he ate the rest of it later, a little later on. And, of course, water is a big issue as well, so I'm going to try to figure out something for him for, for the wintertime. I'm going to build him a little shelter some kind out there, start to befriend him. He's, he's, he knows, he's seen me now, he's kind of been around me, he knows that I'm I'm the one who brings the food out there. So hopefully at some point, uh, I'll be able to get him to, to come to me. <laughs> Here's an interesting poll. I'm going to go through some headlines. Since it is Friday, and we are get ro- quickly approaching the, the weekend here with the Shabbat Shalom time. It's, by the way, Hanukkah. 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 That's why I've heard it pronounced several times. Hanukkah. Uh, it's coming up. I think we're, we're maybe we're in it right now. I don't even remember. We're having a Hanukkah party tonight. Hanukkah party tonight. It's about all about the menorah. Hanukkah is a time. It's all about the, the menorah. The Hanukkah menorah is actually eight candles instead of instead of seven. Is it seven? Is that, yeah, seven. It's eight. Eight. Uh, eight, eight candles. Was that right? Nine candles. I don't know. Four. Nine. Whatever. Um. Well, let's look here real quick. Um, what is this? This is something else. Let's go over here. Let's go to, let's go to, uh, spelled C-H. Hanukkah. Hanukkah, Chanukka, whatever you want Well, where is the history of Hanukkah here? Here we go. Hanukkah is a Jewish festival commemorating the recovery of Jerusalem and subsequent... Yeah, it's, it's nine candles. It's four, four on each side instead of three on each side. Um, uh, and the reason being is because you're, you're celebrating that extra... It's, it's the Maccabean revolt, and, when they, and they didn't have any oil, and they had, had only, only enough oil. This oil, you have to understand, the oil for the, for the menorah is a very special olive oil, and it takes... I think it takes eight days to make it. Is why I want to understand it. And they were they were running out. They only had enough for one day. And they decided to go ahead and light the menorah for that one day. 
and the menorah stayed lit for eight days. So that's why the, they celebrate Hanukkah with food that's, uh, it's all about oil. It's all about uh, things that are, are cooked in oil, baked in oil, you know, made of oil, whatever. It's all about oil. Food, no, food type oil. And that's, that's what they, mostly olive oil. So it's, it's just a, you know, latkes and all kinds of stuff that are made for, it's just, so we're, we're having a little Hanukkah, 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 Hanukkah. Celebration this, this evening. And uh, I don't see any real good explanations of all that. There's a little, there's a little menorah made out of two by fours. Interesting. And so each, each day of Hanukkah, you would, you would light this. The servant candle is the one in the middle. It's the one that we, you know, as, as believers, we would believe that that is Messiah. The servant candle is Messiah. Each day you light a new candle, you light a, it goes from one side to the other. There's a front and a back to the menorah. You light from one side to the next, and each, each one represents something. And of course, then there's the dreidel, and there's all, all, the, all the, the baked, or the uh, fried donuts and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, just, it's, it's, it's an interesting um, celebration. And of course, it has become one where there's, they've also have tried to have gifts and that kind of thing because they're trying to, you know, compete with Christmas with, the, with regard to their kids. You know, the, the kids see all the, the Christians getting, they're getting all those gifts for their celebration for this time. Why, why aren't we getting gifts? Well, they, they, it has become kind of that kind of thing. But, uh, but I digress. Anyway, uh, so interestingly enough, where, where did my little, where'd it go? It was right here. Now it's gone. My, uh, there it is, reliable news. Um, a, a little poll here. One in five, one in five Democrats, 20% of the Democrats, wants the government to execute Trump. Gee, that sounds great. So Hunter didn't show up for the hearing, and of course the Republicans were, you know, right away held him in contempt of court and held him in jail. That's they did not do that. That's that's what that's what the Democrats would do. Not going to do that. The because uh, they don't have the spine. Disney does a one eighty on the woke Snow White. Apparently that wasn't working out real well for them, so they're not going to turn around and turn that away. Uh, uh, Japan's government close to melting down after a huge scandal erupts. I, I, I haven't heard of what, what that's all about. I, I should probably look into that a little bit more, I, and, I, and I will. I'm going to see what the, uh, the news people are saying about that thing. Uh, Rumble posts J6 footage and immediately hit with major cyber attack. Gee, how convenient. Rumble got hit by a, a cyber attack after posting January 6 footage. Um, they're denying now. They're saying that Vivek is a conspiracy theory uh, pusher who thinks that the government, it was an inside job. All, January 6th was an inside job. It was all about the, the FBI, the government plants, government agents did, did everything. He, he never said that. I haven't heard Megyn Kelly go on about this. Oh, he, what he thinks, you know, thinks everything's an inside job. No, he, never, he never said that. He said there's questions that they're not answering. They're not being transparent, that the 
powers that be will not answer how many or if there were, there were even agents in the crowd, and yet we know there were agents in the crowd. There always are. There's always agents around the White House. There's, around the Capitol building, there are government agents that look like homeless people. They're, they're, you can't tell the difference. There are homeless people there. Don't get me wrong. But most of the people who are just sitting around in that area, there, there are people who are constant. There are undercover agents there all over the place. And I guarantee you they were there on, on January 6th. Why would they not be there? They're there every other day. Oh, there are they're only there's 364 days a year. But when, when we have a January 6th event, we, we, we pull them out. No, it, you know they're there. Ray Epps, who was defended by Democrats, people like Rasmus or what, what's the guy's name? Jamie, what's his name? Oh, why are you guys bothering us? Poor sap was just out there walking around. Because he was walking around just like other people who got put in prison for doing what he was doing. Who weren't even saying, well, you need to go into the Capitol. He wasn't out there running around yelling, we need to go into the Capitol. And you're, you're defending the guy. Some poor schmuck walking around. You guys should be happy that you got somebody on your side. You're running out of voters. It's ridiculous. We're supposed to just, oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, that's the narrative they want you to believe. It just turns it around and starts gaslighting you again. There, there are now people who were there that day. I'm, I have some, uh, some friends who happened to go there. They were at the Capitol that day. They didn't, I, don't, they don't, I don't think they went in. But they were there. They were on the property. And I, I'm concerned about all of them are under investigation, by the way. I, I don't know if you realize that or not. But everybody has that. And if you were on Capitol grounds, if your cell phone was pinged in that area, you're going to be under investigation. I guarantee you they're looking into your texts. I guarantee you they are. I don't care how close to the Capitol building you were. If you just went and listened to the president's speech and went home, I guarantee you they are, listen, they are looking at your text messages. Probably looking at your bank account. They are issuing subpoenas and warrants for a lot of people right now. Calling you a terrorist and saying we have more terrorism around, you know, home, homegrown terrorists around the country. while they're letting literally terrorists in across our border that we don't even know about. Chicago's mayor shuts down elite high schools in the name of diversity. I'm not going to dig into any of these stories. I'm just going to tell you what the headlines are. Planned attacks by Hamas on Jews in Europe thwarted. So Hamas, the organization of Hamas is not just in Gaza by the way. There was an interesting argument with Pierce Morgan, a fellow from Britain, uh, was kind of going at it with Pierce and talking about the one girl who was kidnapped and how everybody in Gaza was... Uh, well, maybe I should try to find this because it was actually... I should have probably recorded it. Um... It was a really good exchange. If you, if you happen to look for it, try, try to find it. It's, it's, uh, it's worth looking at. Um, he goes on and on about how this girl, she was, she was a kidnapped victim, and they were showing video of her being kind of dragged through the streets in Gaza. She's being spat upon. She's being, you know, kicked and punched and treated very poorly. And 
by just the average people in Gaza, your average everyday Gazan. And he said nobody was trying to stand up for this gal or saying anything, you know, hey, wait, don't stop. No, don't do that. Everybody was participating. And he said, well, then, of course, Pierce's thing was, well, there's two million people in Gaza and we need to be sure we don't lump them all into that. I'm sure they don't all feel that way. Okay, so how do you, how do you tell the difference between them, and how do you know that there's two million people in Gaza? There's there's, and, and how can there still be two million people when there were two million people, just a, a couple months ago there were two million people. In fact, one guy said there was more than more than two million people, and uh, and yet you know Israelis are killing them by the millions every day. So how how could there possibly be anyone left? Supposedly, there's been half a million killed. By some news reports. They just, you know, again, just all these numbers, they just throw the numbers out there. You know, when they, when they, keep in mind, when they went to implement Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, they came out with some number like 700 billion. There was a guy who was doing a conference who was in charge of the whole thing. He was basically one of the head people behind the whole thing. He made two statements that I thought were very telling. One of them he said was, well, we knew Obamacare wasn't going to, we knew the Affordable Care Act wasn't going wasn't to fix the problem, but it was going to lead to single payer. We, we knew that that was the next step was going to be single payer. In other words, they were setting up something to fail and it would, it would set the, all the wheels in motion to move towards single payer. And that was, what, that was their whole goal. The Affordable Care Act was never meant to be a, a long-term solution. It was meant to be a stepping stone. In other words, here's another problem. We're going to present you with this problem so that the real issue, the real solving of all the problems is single-payer. Now we can sell single-payer out of this because it's all set up for that. It's all, it, was, it was all ready to go because once everybody participated, in, it was all the insurance companies had to be a part of the Obamacare program. And once that happened, of course, that's when all the premiums went up and everybody started going, hey, wait a minute, this is, we're, I'm paying twice as much as I was. This is, this is out of control. Oh, well, we can fix that by going to single payer. Obviously, you can't afford this, you know, this, we have to go to single payer. That was their plan. That was one thing he said. The next thing he said, no, I don't think he realized he was being recorded. The other thing was they had no idea how much this was going to cost. They just knew they needed a really big number. So they just threw out $700 billion. They didn't, they didn't know if it was $500 billion, $600 billion. This is kind of like people, when people talk about, well, this little creature here evolved uh, over the last, it, was, it first showed up $150 billion years ago. Oh, it wasn't $149 billion. It was, you've narrowed it right down there to $150 billion years ago. Because it's science, and you know exactly when that thing showed up. Yeah, it was during the crustacean onium period, and it was, uh, it was $150 billion years ago. Now, 200 billion years ago, then this other creature showed up. It evolved from this uh, creature from, 100, from, 300, from 300 billion years ago. Okay, now you're just making stuff up, guy. You're just, you're, just, you're, just, you're, just, you're just coming up with all kinds of weird numbers. And they all happen to be even. It wasn't 128 billion, 463,542 years ago. It, it was 150 billion years ago. Well, you know, give or take a couple billion. Oh, oh, a couple billion. Okay. That's science. 
whatever. So we have um, a number of people on terrorist watch lists have doubled. Gee, I wonder why. Because, you know, they're finding more Trump supporters. Uh, doctors finally admitting that Americans' health plummeted during lockdowns. They're finally admitting. Yeah, what, what I never understood. What I, I never understood this. People were out jogging on the beach by themselves, and then cops would chase them to get them off the beach because that was, you know, you need to go in your house and lock yourself in. It's how ridiculous. They, they thought they could, couldn't even go outside because the, the bug is out there floating around in the sky. It's the one place the bug wasn't. The sun killed it pretty much within 30 seconds. Border Patrol agents know that Biden's proposed plan is not enough. Well, his, his, his Border Patrol plan is just ridiculous. Uh, uh, Senate passes $886 billion package to fund Pentagon for the next 12 months. Do the math on that. Find out how many billions of dollars they're, they're spending every month. That's about $2 billion a day, by the way. Dang close to it. When you look at the, you know, the work week. Per day. Three hundred sixty-five days a year. You know that would be a little over seven billion or seven hundred billion. If you were spending two billion a day, it's more than that. It's eight hundred sixty-six billion per day. For the Pentagon, really, it takes that much money per day. I don't know where we're coming up with this money. Uh, Republicans want to strip Harvard of funding for tax breaks. Uh, not a bad idea. House moves forward with Biden impeachment as Hunter Duck's hearing. And, of course, I think I said something about that already. Uh, House rubber stamps defense bill ignores government surveillance issues. Yeah, that's a problem. Uh, this defense bill is uh, huge on, you know, now that the IRS now, which, which I think is ridiculous, is a ridiculous, uh, the, the Supreme Court just ruled on this which I think is, is heinous. I, they should know better than this. I, I, what, they've given the IRS, if, if the IRS has someone under investigation, and that person is, of course, they're told they're under, under investigation. And I happen to do business with them. I happen to buy something from them or I have some kind of transaction with them. The IRS now has the ability, the go-ahead, to look at my bank account without even informing me that they're doing so. Basically, they're going to have access to everyone's bank account. All they have to do is put someone like Procter & Gamble under investigation. Well, everybody buys products from there. You'd be surprised how many products they have. You probably, even if you're trying to avoid them, you probably still buy something from them. And guess what? Now you can have your checking account or they put Amazon under what order? So everybody who buys anything from Amazon now is now under investigation. And of course, that they'll just say, well, even though you don't buy anything from Amazon, your friend who you just bought something from shops on Amazon, so now we're going to investigate you as well. That's just, that's where, that's where it's going. Ilhan Omar, oh my word. 
Oh, yeah, here's this. This made the news. Uh, Dr. Jill releases bizarre Christmas video that makes Joe look normal. <laughs> Will American Jewish voters finally become uh, conservatives? I doubt it. The Iowa legislature, this is really bizarre. The Ohio, uh, the Iowa legislature, legislature puts a uh, satanic uh, thing. It's a statue. It's like a little statue slash thing that's got candles and I guess it's playing some kind of music and it's like a, it's for the First Amendment. It's First Amendment. No, no, this isn't the First Amendment. This isn't the First Amendment. They, they don't understand the First Amendment at all. It's just it's ridiculous. But this is this is where we're going with this stuff. Turkish lawmaker, uh, see here, Navy facing major sailor shortages, 500 people short to man aircraft carrier. Nobody wants to be, I wonder why. They're still vilifying those, these individuals who left the military because of Saying, well, they can come back now. They can come back. If you, if you didn't get the shot, you can, you can still come back. Now you can come back now. But they really don't want them. They don't want people who won't comply. Or it's subservient, who, won't, who, who will stick up for their rights, who know their rights. Even if you are a conscript to the military, you still have rights, folks. They can't just kill you for no reason. You still have rights. Bill, uh, more January 6th evidence disappears as cover-up continues. The, the January 6th committee, they, they collected a whole bunch of, of video, audio, all kinds of evidence, all kinds of interviews that they did. A lot of that information is disappearing, and nobody's talking about that. It's just vanishing. They, oh, oh, we lost that. Oh, it was destroyed. Oh, it went, it's corrupt. The, yeah, it's, it's corrupt, right? The, 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 uh, the, a lot of the, 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 hard drives and the thumb drives that they had with all this information on it. Oh, oh it's sorry. It's, you can't get any information off there. It's, it's all corrupted. Something happened to damage the files. This kind of thing happens all the time, especially with the FBI. Boston's mayor doubles down on stupid and defends racist Christmas party. Uh, commuters push back after protesters block LA freeway at rush route, rush hour. Uh, here we go again. You know, they're, they're, they're hurting the common man going out there and just, they, they form a line, sit down, stop traffic. Uh, I would not have any, I wouldn't have tolerance for this at all. If I was, if I was one of the first people up there, I would just lay on the horn and just start creeping forward. Get out of the way, get out of the way, or you're going to get run over very slowly and very painfully. Just get out of the way. You are impeding my right to peaceable travel. This is not a place for you to come and sit down. This is a place that we all have paid taxes for, for the common welfare, for eminent domain. We've all agreed to it. We've all complied and paid our money for it. And now you're sitting out there impeding me in my right to an easement. That's, what, that's what's happening there. And the cops are protecting them from that. Yeah. And you just get a front-end loader out there. I've got one that can borrow if they want to. Just drive that thing right in there, scoop them all up, and dump them into a truck and drive them off. That's what needs to happen. 
because you're affecting the common man. You want to go protest, protest at the, at the Capitol building. That's fine. Go do, go do it there. Those are the people who make those decisions. Uh, let's see here. House passes resolution condemning college anti-Semitism. Uh, uh, or the community, uh, nutritionist uh, denies decades-long myth about butter versus margarine. Mars rover finds evidence of ancient lake. Plaintiff testifies in Giuliani defamation trial over election. Um, Belichick out at end of Patriots season. Oh, Belichick? Yeah, Belichick. Yeah, I I didn't realize that. Uh, U.S. thieves are losing their (laughs) jobs because Biden is allowing organized foreign gangs in the U.S. Here's another issue. Um, one of the things I was going to get into about California with the, with the crime rate, when you, when you stop um, calling crime crime, for, for instance, uh, I, think, I think it's the whole state of California. I know it's at least in L.A. You can shoplift up to, up to $900 worth of stuff and they can't do anything to you. They can't prosecute that. Well, so that's no longer a crime. It's not a crime anymore. So the, the crime rates go down. When you have, you know, 100,000 shoplifting events and all of a sudden that goes away, well, look, look crime rate went down. <clears throat> when in Chicago, two gangs fight it out and shoot each other and do all kinds of stuff in the street. And this, it's all on video and the cops see it. Well, it's just two gangs having a fight. We're just going to let it go. It's, never report, it's not reported in crime statistics. The crime rate goes down. That's how that stuff works. Play this game all the time. Southwest has a new rule. Southwest rules out new perk for fat people. Free seats. They can get two seats if they want them. I'm just going to declare myself, identify as a fat person. I want two seats. They give it to them for free. Give you a second seat for free. Because they were running into problems with charging them for it. I, I'm going to flat look them in the face and say, I'm too fat. I can't, I have to have two seats. Now, what's funny is what I would do if I was the gate agent. Okay, I'll give, I'll give you two seats. Uh, one is in uh, aisle, aisle 12 and the other one's in aisle 22. There you go. Figure it out yourself. Which butt cheek you're going to put in which seat? I don't, I don't care. But you're not going to. I wouldn't put them side by side. Hunter, Hunter goes to Capitol Hill, does press conference, and blows off hearing. You know, we've thought to talk about that. Uh, Biden says Republicans behind impeachment should focus on the border. <laughs> Biden's in charge of the border. Uh, they've got all the funding they need. It's just uh, they're just not doing anything down there. That's just amazing. Me. Kamala uh, Kamala's holiday speech. Interrupted by a call for ceasefire. Uh, court, no, the, the, the left tends to eat themselves. Hunter Biden's story uh, continues to change. The dubious legal claims uh, D- Democrats have made against Trump exposed. And, uh, of course, that's going to continue to happen. We have, um, what else we got here? FCC commissioners accuse Biden of harassing Musk. 
uh, are, are, uh, Republicans hold firm on border security reform, Biden pressured to accept. Uh, Biden's rushed. Green push could cause numerous blackouts. Uh, anything else here that looks interesting? There's this get back into some fairly long, long ago type stuff, but so we won't go, go much further than that. I don't think anything else is new here. Anything else refreshed and new? Yeah, well, there, there you go, folks. That's that's kind of the the headlines as we, as we see them, and uh, that's what we're, we're looking forward to into the weekend. Now, as we head into our our weekend time, we know that uh, we're quickly, rapidly approaching Christmas. I think, is it next week? This is the 15th. Next Friday will be the, uh, was it the 17th or the 17th? Quick, very rapidly approaching uh, the Christmas, the holiday season here between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, next week, uh, possibly be a show on Monday. I don't know for sure. There's a good possibility I could be in Newark. Yeah, in the New Jersey one. I could also end up being in Springfield, Missouri. So one of those two places I'll end up being probably. Otherwise, I will just have a show. If not, if I'm home, if I'm uh, in Chicago, I'll, I'll just have a show, regardless of where I am. So uh, if I have it, have it available. God bless, folks. Have a great weekend. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom.